Good evening, brethren. I hope that you have had a blessed day. In this episode, we are going to talk about the unsettled state of society. Actually, it does not require one to be a genius in rocket science for them to understand that society is in a crisis. Welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Lango Evans. When you when you wake up in the morning each and every day and look outside the window or any other time you switch on your prime time news or rather one only needs to look at the happenings in the neighborhood to see that the society is on the brink of a precipice if you look back into history or if you look at life in the past one of the fears that people had was that maybe one day some unknown man somewhere in the world will wake up and at the press of a button push the whole world to destruction with a nuclear weapon in as much as such threats still linger the worry today is not even of an unknown, an unknown man it is much closer than one would have imagined a few days ago or a few months ago or even a few years ago today the greatest threat might be the unrighteous neighbor next door or a bosom friend if one looks at the unfolding events in prime time news the threat has even come not only closer but closest prophet jeremiah says that death is come up into our window and is entered into our palaces to cut off the children from without and the young men from the streets that text reminds us that in the present society death lacks in the living rooms and bedrooms for today men are never sure if their children are even safe when they are left back at home with unsanctified family members and for students of the bible you realize that the conditions that are prevalent in today's society give a picture of what is recorded in the book of Deuteronomy that the tender and delicate woman among you which will not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness her eyes shall be evil toward the husband of her bosom and toward her son and toward her daughter that is recorded in the book of Deuteronomy and that takes us to the point that when we talk about the unsettled state of society we ask ourselves what did the bible say or what are the bible answer to the rampant crimes crimes of passion suicides and dwindling morals because the bible paints a picture whereby a tender and delicate woman which will not adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness 
Her eyes shall be evil towards the husband of her bosom. And we see this each and every day. Just look us out the window. Just switch on your primetime news. And you find that in the society today, women who are considered to be, to be tender, women who are considered to be, to be delicate, who will not even adventure to set the, the sole of their foot upon the ground, have evil eyes towards their husbands, or like the Bible language says, the husbands of their, of their bosom, and towards their son, and towards their children. And we have seen, we see uh, these things in cases of homicides. So that shows that in the present society, hopelessness has broken its banks and poured in like a raging flood. To the extent that men and women cannot be entrusted with their own lives given the skyrocketing number of suicides, which have forced some countries to form ministries that deal with suicides. Just, just sit back and imagine that, that there, is, there are some countries which have a whole ministry that deals with suicides. We have not mentioned the problem of homicides. We have not mentioned the problem of rampant crimes and bold bold crimes and dwindling morals. That's why we began by saying that it does not take rocket science for us to understand that the society of today is in a deep crisis. Except for those that are anchored in the Lord, the society is restless and perplexed the condition of today's society is like what Moses wrote when he said, Thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of thy life. Except for those who are anchored in the Lord, this text is a description of the life of many in, in the streets today. That their life hung in doubt. They fear day and night. They don't have an assurance of their life. And even for the righteous, because of the bold crimes, because of the unset, because of, of the wicked that, that roam around in the streets, in the life that now is, even those who are in the Lord, they don't know when someone who is, who is wicked will, will bring trouble. So we are living in perilous times whereby almost the whole world there's, 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 people don't have an assurance of their life and we, when we talk about life here we don't talk about the life to come because they that are in the Lord have an assurance of the life to come. We are talking about the life that now is. Sad enough is that all these ugly sins are unfolding in occurrences books of nations which boast of the highest percentages of Christianity. Countries which boast of about up to 80% of their citizens being Christians. Can, can you sit back and, and consider that, that with all these grim statistics of, of a society that is in a deep unrest, that on the backdrop of that, countries boast of high percentages of Christianity. 
and that's why in help and daily help in daily living it says that the badge of christianity is not an outward sign not the wearing of a cross or a crown but it is that which reveals the union of man with god and all these crises that we see in society today on the backdrop of the high percentages of people who claim to be christians then it is just a show that to many the badge of christianity is just but an outward sign the wearing of the cross or a crown their christianity does not reveal the union of man with god know that by the power of his grace manifested in the transformation of character the world is to be convinced that god has sent his son as its redeemer no other influence that can surround the human soul has such power as the influence of an unselfish life the strongest argument in favor of the gospel is a loving and lovable christian the strongest argument in favor of the gospel is a loving and unlovable christian but this is the link that we miss in society today we miss this strong argument and it is because like matthew says in the book of matthew 24 verse number 12 that because of iniquity the love of many shall wax cold there is social unrest there is social crisis because the aspect of a loving and a lovable christian misses in society today so that makes one realize that the difference between the statistics of men and the erring and erring records of heaven which have been written with terrible exactness is like light and darkness because when you go to the statistics that are in the in the in the that the, the statistics of men they will they will boast of high percentages of christianity but when the bible looks at the condition of the earth the bible's record which has been written with terrible exactness when it paints the picture of the society that today is the condition does not rhyme with the statistics that we see in the books of the land now it makes one understand the immortality of statements like not one in 20 whose names are registered upon the church books are prepared to close their earthly history and will be as verily without god and without hope in the world as a common sinner and that is the condition of the world as depicted in in inspired writings that not one in 20 whose names are registered upon the church books are prepared to close their earthly history and will be as verily without god and without hope in the world as a common sinner to many life is typified by the text in deuteronomy which says in the morning thou shalt say would god it were even and at even thou shalt say would god it were morning for the fear of thine heart wherewith thou shalt fear and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see is i time that statement and policy holders understand that a painkiller tablet cannot treat the problem of sin what is ailing the society today is the problem of sin the world needs to understand that the gospel is a wonderful simplifier of all life's problem had only men understood that their solution the solution to to the current social crisis is found
will make plain many a perplexity and save us from many an error. But because men have run away from the gospel, they don't have a way out to solve the perplexities and to save them from many an error. But brethren, amid all this, the Bible has answers and prophecies that foresaw the present condition of society. If you go to Matthew 24, verse 37 to 38, it says, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving the marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. That text talks about the days of Noah. What about the days of Noah? If you go to Genesis chapter 6, verse number 11 to 13, it says the earth was also corrupt before God. Those were the days of Noah. And the Bible equates the present state of society as, as, uh, as the days of Noah. And when you go back to Bible records about the days of Noah, it says that the earth was corrupt before God. Do we see rampant corruption today? Do we see daring corruption today? Bible continues to read that the earth was filled with violence. Do we see violence today? And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Brethren, do we see these conditions in the earth today? And that's why we see the certainty of the word of God. Because it was written back then that the condition of the society today would be as it was in the days of Noah. But what is ailing society? It is the problem of sin. Divine eyesight. So, a society which will be so much attached to sin that will bring in the present condition of society today. The corruption and violence that had filled the antediluvian world was as a result of sin. In sparing the life of Cain, the murderer, God gave the world an example of what will be the result of permitting the sinner to live, to continue a course of unbridled iniquity. Through the influence of Cain's teaching and example, multitudes of his descendants were led into sin, until the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. Imagine this condition that, and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. The earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. That is, that is great controversy, page 543. So the Bible says that as the second coming of Christ draws on, the happenings in this generation will be like it was in the days of Noah. The results of unbridled iniquity that we see in our primetime news, magazines, and homes, and neighborhoods should remind us that the word of God is a more sure word of prophecy. It is current than tomorrow's newspaper. Men should see that we are living in the very last days as prophesied. Due to unbridled iniquity, the society is today filled with violence and God hates violence. The high rates of murders, of murder, wars, and terrorism are a depiction of the violence that led to the destruction of the antediluvian world with the flood. Before the flood, they were eating and drinking. Today, without temperance, regard for health, and to extreme excesses, men are eating themselves to the grave. And that's why one of the most expensive things in the current society is health. Health has become one of the highest expenditures in the budgets of many nations. God promised that if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God 
and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. That is Exodus 15, 26. People should know that one of the solutions to the health crisis is to return to God's original diet plan. In the days of Noah, they were marrying and giving in marriage. Actually, we should know that it was lawful to marry in the time of Noah. And even today, it is lawful to marry now. If that which is lawful is properly treated and not carried to sinful excesses. So marriage today and marriage back then was only good if it was not carried to sinful excesses. But what has happened to the marriage relation today? It has been carried to sinful excesses, some of which are not even worthy to mention in this podcast. But in the days of Noah, men married without consulting God or seeking his guidance and counsel. And that is what is ailing the world today, that men are giving into marriage and getting married without consulting God or seeking his guidance and counsel. And you will realize that today even toddlers who cannot spell the word love are so much obsessed with the issue of marriage while the youth do not have the sanctified conscience to discern between love and lust. Some are doing glamorous weddings, but they do not have the moral backbone to sustain the marriages for even a night. How many breakups do we see two days after the wedding? Two months after the wedding? Two years after the wedding? It is because today a good number of men have entered into this sanctified relation without consulting God. And that, was, that is what brought problem to the Antediluvian world. And to make even the situation worse, policymakers in this current society have gone ahead and even legalized polygamy in some nations. Which is something that is outside the plan of God. And that is what has brought a flood of sin. And that is what has brought the rampant crisis that we see in, 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 in the family today. To the crime of murder in which Cain had led the way, Lamech the fifth in descent added polygamy. And if you look at how the Bible is written, you'll see that it is after Lamech had become polygamous that he killed. Go read Genesis 4.23 which says, And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech. For I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my heart. And when we talk about polygamy, it is like a multiple love affair, a love triangle. And actually, in the society today, they are not even love triangles, but love dodecagons. Men have gone to extreme excesses and, 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 and soiled the whole institution of marriage. From the life of Lamech, a principle can be established that where there, 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 there is polygamy, where there are love triangles, where there are multiple love affairs, where there are, there are always wrangles and even, and even deaths. And we said, just look, outside, just look outside the window and you will see all this. Just look around where, whereby multiple love practice is rampant. And unrighteous monogamous affairs entered into without consulting God or seeking his guidance and counsel. Those also, the 
unrighteous monogamous affairs which have been entered into without consulting God or seeking his guidance and counsel, they are also not exempt to the troubles that have come to the society as a result of polygamy, as a result of multiple love affairs, as a result of uh, not only today, today they have, even, they, they have gone to the excess that you cannot call them love triangles as we have said, but love dodecagons and even, and even more than that. And we find that love triangles, polygamy, are some of the things that are leading to rampant murders in society, basing from the principle that we have got from the life of, of, of Lamech, and basing from the fact that it was not the plan of God that society be neat such, in such an order. So that comes, the question comes to, to policymakers. Because we know that, as we have said, that policymakers have gone ahead and even legalized polygamy in some nations. How honest are policymakers in their quest to eradicate such things like murders and wrangles when through laws that allow polygamy, they have set an example that there is nothing wrong with multiple affairs? So you'll find that policymakers, they are so quick to try and eradicate homicides, to try and eradicate murders, to try and eradicate wrangles. But on the other hand, they have opened an avenue to these things through unrighteous laws that allow for unrighteous unions. And that is why we need to understand that be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. That's why Hosea said that, for they have sown the wind, and they shall reap the wild wind. Just like Cain set an example for Lamech, are they not doing the same and they expect different results from a young generation that does not understand that the Bible prohibits adultery and fornication? As it is today, in the days of Noah, polygamy had been early introduced contrary to the divine arrangement at the beginning. The Lord gave to Adam one wife showing his order in that aspect. But after the fall, Men chose to follow their own sinful desires, and as a result, crime and wretchedness rapidly increased. Neither the marriage relation nor the rights of property were respected. Whoever coveted the wives, the wives or the possession of his neighbor took them by force, and men exulted in their deeds of violence. They delighted in destroying the life of animals, and the use of flesh for food rendered them still more cruel and bloodthirsty until they came to regard human life with astonishing indifference. That is Patrick's and Prophets, page 91. Do we see these things in society today? As had been written in Patrick's and Prophets. Lack of chastity. Lack of chastity. Polygamy had become so widespread that it had ceased to be regarded as sin. But it was no less a violation of the law of God and was a fatal to the sacredness and peace of the family relation. Abraham's marriage with Hagar resulted in evil, not only to his own household, but to future generations. Consider that for a moment and understand that this issue of multiple love affairs has opened the window and death has come in to our houses. 
Polygamy has become so widespread that it has ceased to be regarded as a sin, but it was no less a violation of the law of God and was a fatal to the sacredness and peace of the family relation. Abraham's marriage with Hagar resulted in evil, not only to his own household, but to the future generations. There are not many even among educators and statements who comprehend the causes that underlie the present state of society. Those who hold the reins of government are not able to solve the problem and moral corruption, poverty, pauperism, and increasing crime. They are struggling in vain to place business operations on a more secure basis. If men would give more heed to the teaching of God's word, they will find a solution to the problems that perplex them. God bless you. Until you meet again in another episode.